What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost Lifting Talk. Today, we have got another Q&A episode on deck. So I've got about five questions here that we're going to go through, help some of you guys out that are asking these questions, and hopefully help some others that are probably struggling with these exact same things. So that's what we're going to get into here in just one second. But first, before we do hop into that, um, I've got just a couple of things. So like you guys know, I do a Q&A podcast every single week. So if you have questions that you're wondering about in your own journeys with like where you should set your calories, what kind of adjustments you need to make with your macros, your workouts, anything that you have going on, food choices, all these different things. If you're having questions or you're stuck or you're plateaued and would just like a little bit of advice, please feel free to shoot me an email and ask me those questions. I'd be happy to assist you through emailing back and forth. And then if those are questions that I feel will help people on the podcast as well, I'll bring those questions onto the podcast. I'll leave you anonymous. I won't mention your name or anything. So I'll give you my one-to-one help via email and then bring those bring those questions on if I feel like they'll help others too. So, so that's first. Number two is if you find value from this podcast, I would be super appreciative if you would go down below and leave it a review and a rating, leave it whatever star review you feel like it deserves. And if you have a little bit of extra time, if you could leave it a written review, it just really helps the podcast be able to grow so that it can reach more people and we can keep producing more and more content. So that's really all that I've got. Let's just hop into the questions. All right. Question number one is, hey, Chaz, I've been listening to your podcast and they're super helpful, but I'm still having trouble losing some body fat. I played basketball for most of my life and quit playing at the collegiate level about two years ago. I've gained about six pounds since then, but really want to focus on lowering my body fat percentage and leaning out in my stomach area. I feel like I'm in a caloric deficit, but I'm not sure. I work out six-ish times a week. Do you have any tips as how to start macro slash caloric tracking? So do you have any tips to start tracking your calories and your macros? So first and foremost, you said you feel like you're in a caloric deficit and that is very subjective, right? You can't feel like you're in a caloric deficit or not. All you can do is take is start tracking your calories and then take the data that you're getting from your weigh-ins and the results that you're getting to know if you're in a big enough caloric deficit, if you're in a maintenance or if you're in a surplus, um, the data that you get back from your weekly weigh-in averages, your weekly weights will give you a pretty good idea if you're in a deficit at a maintenance or at a surplus. So you can't just feel like you're in a deficit, if that makes sense. So getting started counting your calories, you can do it super simply. I always talk about, I have the macro starter kit that will help you um, set up a good guide on how to start your calories. It's not necessarily the perfect calorie setup for you because nobody can really do that. There's so many factors that come into how many calories your body's burning in a day that you just need a starting point. And then from there you start tracking and then you can make the adjustments that you need to make to make sure you're in the optimal deficit for you to be losing the correct amount of fat every single week. That's going to be sustainable. It's going to keep your metabolism in, under control. It's going to keep your hormones under control and all these different things that are going to affect your long-term results as well. So you could download the macro starter kit, but honestly, if you've just got a little bit of weight to lose, an easy way to start with your calories is you could just take your goal body weight and times that by like 10 to 11. And so whatever that is could roughly be a good starting point for you in calories. Now, is that going to be perfect? No, that's just an educated guess on getting you start up. It's going to be a rough estimate basically. And from there, you're going to want to lose probably somewhere in your situation, probably like one to two pounds per week over the next six to 
to 10 weeks and you'll probably get to where you want to get in terms of body fat. You said you have, you've gained six pounds. I don't know if you're just trying to lose that same six pounds or, or drop 10 pounds or whatever it may be. But so to do that, you've got to start tracking every day. And when I say every day, this is where people get messed up with tracking is they'll track for a few days and then they'll take like a day or two off and not track all the foods that they eat in particular days and keep tracking. And then they don't make progress and they're confused and feel like counting calories or counting macros doesn't work for them. But in reality, I've had to talk with clients about this lately too, is when you're trying to lose fat and get your body, improve your body, it takes being more tedious with what you're doing. So you've got to track every meal, you've got to track everything that you put into your body, and you've got to do it every single day. That doesn't mean you're going to have to do that forever, but to produce the fat loss result that you want, it's going to take being more strict like that. And if you're not that strict, you could get away a little bit with not tracking everything all the time. You'll probably still make some progress, but it won't be as consistent. And chances are the longer you go and the, the less you start tracking and you start just kind of eyeballing things and whatnot, the slower your progress is going to get because you're not as precise and accurate with your calorie counting every day. You've got to be precise. Now, once you get to your goal weight, from there you can... Slowly reverse back up to a maintenance, eat a little bit more intuitively, not track everything as precisely, and still be 100% okay and maintain that new body composition that you've got. But to actually create the body composition, you have to be more meticulous in what you're doing and consistent every single day and discipline to get the result that you want. And then you can reverse out of that from there and, and get back to more of intuitive to where you're not tracking everything so tediously. But my biggest piece of advice would be to start there. Take your goal body weight times it by 10 to 11, somewhere in there, probably start at 11, times that your goal body weight by 11, start eating that amount of calories every single day. Don't take days off, just try and get as consistent with that as you can. And if you do that, you're losing one to two pounds per week, you're probably you're right in the sweet spot. If you're losing less than that and you're being super consistent, you probably need to drop calories down by 50 to 100. If you're losing less than that, but you're not being as consistent as you could be, meaning you're tracking every meal every single day, well, then it comes down to a consistency factor. You've got to be more consistent with what you're doing. And then once you get consistent, you can decide if what you're doing is producing the result you want or if you need to adjust calories a little bit from there. So hopefully that's a good starting point. And then also in your situation where it sounds like you've only got six to 10 pounds probably to lose, I try to eat around one gram of protein per pound of body weight just because it's going to be best for you. You're probably already a little bit of a leaner individual, an athletic person. You're training six times per week. So just aiming for one gram per pound of body weight is probably going to be best in your current situation. That's going to be a little bit different for everybody. Some people are going to be more towards like 0.75 grams per pound of body weight because they have a lot of fat to lose and they only need enough protein to support their lean body mass and not their total body mass. So hopefully that helps. That would be where I would start. Get consistent as well as you can download the macro starter kit. It will help you. It's just basically the same sort of guide that's going to help you figure out your calories, figure out your protein. And then there's a few other things in there for you too. Like there's a, a 50, there's 15 different macro friendly recipes in there that are high protein, lower calorie that will help you inside of your journey too. So yeah, that would be my answer. Hopefully that helps. Let's move on to the next question. Question number two. Hey Chaz, thanks for all the info you provide. I recently started to also listen to your podcast, and I have a quick question. When weighing out protein on a scale, if I wanted to track my grams, what number do I divide the total grams, and does it change depending on the type of protein? Let's see. Let's read that one more time. When weighing out protein on a scale, if I wanted to track my grams, what number do I divide the total grams, and does it change depending on the type of protein? Okay, so I think that you may have this a little bit backwards. So 
when you're tracking, you can use a simple app like MyFitnessPal. So just because you're eating a source that has protein in it, let's say you're eating chicken or you're eating steak or you're eating pork, whatever it may be, all of these different ty- – like you don't just weigh out – like let's say you take six ounces of chicken or you to take six ounces of steak and – they have the same amount of protein in them. In them, They're made up of different things. The steak, the red meat's going to have more fat inside of it. It's not going to be as lean, so it's going to be higher calorie and a bit of a different amount of protein per weight that it is, I guess. So what you want to do is just use a simple app like MyFitnessPal to make things far, far easier on you. So all you have to do is if you're eating steak, you'll weigh out the steak raw. I always suggest to weigh out your meats raw just because that's the full context of it. Eight ounces of cooked Red meat compared to eight ounces of uncooked red meat is two different variables. The The uncooked meat has more water retention in it. So my just my general recommendation is to weigh your meats raw all the time and stay consistent with weighing them raw. If you're going to weigh them cooked, make sure you find an entry inside of MyFitnessPal that says like 93.7 ground beef cooked. Make sure it says cooked or else you're going to be eating way too much of it most likely because you can. it's just a bigger amount for the same amount of ounces um, because it's dehydrated when it's cooked. So anyway, back to, to what you were asking, instead of looking at it the way that, that you're saying, which is honestly a little bit confusing, just type into my fitness pal. Let's say if it's 93, seven ground beef, just weigh it out eight ounces. Then you'll go to my fitness pal, type in eight ounces, 93, seven ground beef, and then we'll just track it and keep a tally running for you for the entire day. So you know exactly how much you're eating. You can do that with all of your different foods that you're eating through the day. So if that food has a barcode, you can just scan it and it will pop it right up. It'll show all the data for it in my fitness pal. You can track it, put it in your log and it's just tracked. So you know how much you're eating throughout the day and how much you have left makes it a lot easier so that you're not always in this like situation where you're trying to manually track your macros. When I first started, I I did that. I started out by manually tracking everything. I would walk around with a little notebook in my back pocket. And when I'd eat something, I'd Google how many calories it was, write it down, and then try and write out the macros and stuff too, just because I didn't know that my fitness pal was something that was out there and was available for people to use. So it took a lot of time, but honestly, I was super dedicated to what I was doing. So like looking back, it's kind of funny because I was willing to do something so inconvenient, like with a notebook and writing out my foods every single day because I wanted to produce um, the results that I wanted, I was just passionate about nutrition, was willing to find whatever it took to, to get the results that I wanted. So, so yeah, just use my fitness pal, weigh out the meats uncooked, just type them into my fitness pal. It'll pop it up. You can put in the serving size, however many ounces it was, and then it will track the protein numbers for you. You just need to make sure you're hitting the amount of protein that you're trying to hit every day that your body needs and you will be golden. So hope that helps again. Don't try and use a notebook you're going to end up getting super frustrated. It's going to be super annoying trying to Google stuff all day to where you can just type it on my fitness pal and it'll just take care of it for you. So, so yeah, hope that helps. Let's move on. Question number three, do you do just macro plans that I can buy? I've been asked this question a decent amount lately and people are just looking for, when you say macro plan, are you just asking about like just setting up your macronutrients? Like, are you looking to just have somebody to pay somebody to help you set up your macros. If that's the case, you're just wasting your money because there's a million free resources out there to help you get set up with your macros. I've got the macro starter kit, like I've already mentioned, that's 100% free that will get you set up in a, at a good starting guideline. And and then you make adjustments from there. And that's what coaching is. The reason that, that people pay me is to help them with the whole nutrition coaching aspect. So you get started you set up calories, you set up protein, you might set up carbs and fats, depending on the experience level of the individual. 
and then from there but these aren't like perfect numbers nobody can come up with the perfect numbers to give you that you should pay for everything is more of an educated guess that depends on a lot of different factors and so what people pay me for is the actual coaching aspect to it so we get you set up we show you the types of foods that you can be incorporating the foods that you enjoy as well as the foods that are going to be good for you overall to keep you full and satisfied as well as the habits to be um, starting with, we find out like your personal schedule, what times of the day are best for you to eat, and we what times of the day you like to work out. And we block out your nutrition around your life to be able to make it fit inside of it seamlessly as possible. But once we start that, that doesn't even produce the result on its own. It might for a minute, those those calorie numbers, those macros that you're on might work for a while, but what happens in nutrition is the body's always learning to adapt. And so as a coach, what a coach's job for you is one is to be there to hold you accountable. All of this information that I talk about, it's all out here for free. You can get it on podcasts. You can get it on blogs. You can get all the, all the education and knowledge you need. But what, why a coach is so valuable is they hold you accountable and give you an outside perspective with experience to make the adjustments needed to keep you moving along in the right path. And that's going to be different for everybody. Some people, their biggest problem is just staying consistent. They can't stay consistent with what they're doing and they need somebody to hold them accountable and help them adjust their mindset over time. And then from there, you start to gain some consistency and you actually start to create results and realize that you are the one just in your way the whole time. It's not that you don't have the knowledge. You're just in a frame of mind that's wrong and you need somebody from the outside to help you adjust that. That's what I do a lot inside of my coaching practice is helping people mentally before we ever dive deep down into macros and refeeds and reverse diets and maintenance phases. It's about getting your mindset right first and foremost. So that's what a good coach does. And then as far as adjustments, helping you make sure that you're optimizing your hormones, you're optimizing your metabolism, you're adding in refeeds when they need to be added in, you're making adjustments to your caloric intake as your metabolism starts to adapt, and then you're helping people understand that the deficit isn't the overall goal. The overall goal is to end up back at maintenance in a way that you can be eating more intuitively with your new body composition. That should be the goal of your coach. If you're working with a coach and they set you up on some macros and go for 12 weeks and lose all the weight that you wanted to, and then you're just done with them, at that point they say, all right, see you later, way to get to your goal. Like That's setting you up for failure because you don't understand how to get back to a maintenance to be able to enjoy that result eating more food with better hormones so that you're not always starving you're not always tired and always thinking about food and a better metabolism so you can work your metabolism back up so that it's fully healthy so as you get to more of an intuitive manner with your eating and you don't want to be tracking forever your hormones are in a good spot your metabolism is optimized so you can actually listen to your body and learn how to maintain your result without your body playing tricks on you because your hormones are running to the ground and your metabolism is running to the ground and so when you try to eat intuitively your mind is just telling you well, I just want food because I've been starving for the last 12 weeks and you go out and eat a bunch of food and end up yo-yoing and putting all that weight back on. So if you're working with a coach that isn't talking to you about refeeds, isn't talking to you about reverse dieting, isn't talking to you about maintenance phases, all these different things that it really takes to create a long-term result, you're ultimately not paying for a result that's going to last for a lifetime, which is a waste of money, which is, in my opinion, a macro-based plan. Coaching is so much more than that. It's helping you create a result and maintain that result for the rest of your life so you can go off if you want to go into more deficits in the future you know how to go in the deficit you know how to make the adjustments inside the deficit that you need to make you need you know how to prioritize refeeds dependent upon your body and your biofeedback and then you know how to go through the reverse diet you know how to come back up to a maintenance and you know how to enjoy that result that you're always creating that is coaching just simply selling you a macro based plan and telling you what macros to start on and giving you a mouth meal plan to hit those macros, that's not teaching you in the long run. You can make results great for the next 12 weeks, but if we talk to you in 24 weeks, chances are you're going to be back where you were 
and ultimately wasted the money that you spent um, with a macro-based plan or a meal plan that's not helping you achieve a long-term result by understanding how your metabolism works, how your hormones work, and all these different things that are really, really important inside of your nutrition to create that long-term result that you're looking for. Sorry to go on a rant about that, but it's it's just something that I'm super passionate about. I don't think you should be purchasing a macro-based plan because if you're trying to if you're going to purchase something. I truly believe you should purchase a a coach with experience that's proven, that's helped other people, that can help you produce a long-term result and educate you along the way so that by the end of it, you don't need that coach anymore. You can go off and create the results that you want for yourself for the rest of your life. A good coach will truly turn you into your own coach over time to where they're basically they're basically running themselves out of a job given enough time is given throughout the process of working with that person. So a macro-based plan just is a big ripoff in my opinion. But with that, I did just create a brand new 12-week ebook slash program that is just for females. So it's called FFD. That stands for Fit, Functional, and Defined. So it's a 12-week training program that is set up to show you exactly how to progress in your lifts. It's got videos to all the exercises. It shows you like the progression schemes that we're using. It teaches you why we're using those progressive schemes. It talks about deloads inside of it and when to deload. Um, there's just a lot of different stuff inside of it that's going to help you produce the result that you want. Basically, I've just taken... From all the clients I've worked with over the years, all the females, most of them are looking for a more defined or toned body, if you will. And so what I've done with this program is just taken what's worked best for all of those females that I have worked with and helped them produce the results that they want, paired with all of the evidence-based information that's out there and needed to help change your body composition. I've taken it and put it all together in one into a 12-week program that's set up for your training. So if you want to buy just a a one-time training program because you're not interested in, in coaching, but you want some help on the training side of things, it's a lot cheaper. It's only I think the price for it, don't quote me on this, but it's going to be somewhere between, I think $69, maybe $59 for a 12 week program. And it'll show you exactly how to progress inside of everything. It'll have all the videos to everything and an ebook that explains the entire program and why we're doing what we're doing inside of it to help you get the result that you want. So if you're interested in something like that, that is going to be for sale for soon. It's called FFD. After this goes out and we give it a little test run, I'll I'm in the midst of making one for males too. So if you're a guy and thinking, what about me? I'm actually running the guys program of this right now to just test it out on myself and make sure it feels right and the programming is set up in a fluent way that's going to work out best. So that's coming for the guys soon. The women's one should probably be out in the next two to four weeks, hopefully. My wife, Clara, I've had her running through it and she's really enjoyed it and really enjoyed the results that she's got of it. So that will be coming soon. This feels like this last 10 minutes was just a big sell, but I don't say all that about the coaching to, to sell you. I honestly say it because don't be going out and looking for a, a macro-based plan or a meal plan. I strongly believe if, if you're wanting to get educated, you're wanting somebody to help you that has experience and get to your goal in the most efficient way possible, you need a coach for that. Or you can invest the time and really dive into the into the education that's needed, really dive into all the research and understand every aspect to your nutrition and not just the fat loss aspect to it because there's a lot more to your long-term result than just the fat loss. And a meal plan or a macro-based plan is just the, the fat loss side of it and it's not helping you with optimizing your hormones, your metabolism, your mindset, the accountability to it and all these things that you ultimately need to be able to produce the result that you want in the long run. All right, moving on. We're going to answer one more question to wrap up this Q&A today. So it is, 
I've been in a deficit for 18 weeks and lost 20 pounds so far. I've got calories pretty low at the moment, parentheses 1,400, and weight is starting to stall and I feel I've plateaued. Do you think if I added a mile of running after each workout, it would help? There's a couple different things that you could do here. You mentioned that you could add in a mile of running after every single workout, or you could drop calories a little bit. But here you say you've lost 20 pounds in 18 weeks. Generally, a good guideline is if you're losing somewhere close to a pound per week, you're in a decent deficit that isn't trashing your hormones, isn't running your metabolism to the ground. It's just nice, steady pace progress. So before I would tell you to add cardio or to add or to drop calories or anything, I would want to see what your progress has been like in the last couple of weeks. Have you still been consistently dropping around a pound or so every single week? Or did you start out at like two or three pounds and now it's down to one or two pounds or maybe it's down down to one pound or maybe you're not losing anything at this point? That's all going to play a factor in what you should do moving forward. If And it depends on your biofeedback. How hungry are you at this point? Have you been adding in refeeds yet um, to help with your metabolism and with your hunger levels a little bit? If you're super hungry, you're really stressed out, you're really food focused, you've lost 20 pounds and it's already been 18 weeks, I would suggest before you go and add a mile of running into each workout, because all that's going to do is make you more hungry, it's going to make you more stressed, and it's going to make you more food focused, which is ultimately going to be less sustainable for you in the long run and give you a bigger chance at rebounding. So in this type of situation at 1400 calories, which is decently low for a female, I honestly don't like to get a whole lot lower than 1400 calories. Sometimes I will, if there's in certain situations, you'll need to get a little bit lower than that. But most of the time, that's where I like to cap it just because I feel like you need more food than that every single day to be able to sustain a result, especially when it comes to fat loss. Your hunger is just going to get way too crazy for a female. That is for a, for a guy. I've never got somebody that low, but for a female, they're generally lower calorie and 1400 is the lower end of that limit. So I would take a look at those. How hungry are you? How food focused are you? How stressed out are you? What's your sleep like? What's your digestion like? All of these different things. And if they're all coming back bad, you're not sleeping well, you're super hungry, you're always thinking about food, it's probably time to take a a minute at maintenance. And what this would mean is you're going to need to bring calories back up for a little while. We want to come to a maintenance level for a while to give your hormones and your metabolism a break Um, to bring those biofeedback markers back up so that you're feeling better overall and your body's in a healthier place to be able to continue the fat loss journey as you keep going, depending on how much more fat that you have to lose. And so this is the aspect of coaching that I'm talking about. People always think, well, I can just add more and more and more, but it depends on your biofeedback. How do you currently feel? Do you already feel around into the ground? Because if you add a mile of running every single day, you're going to feel even worse. I would not suggest that in a deficit running a mile after every single workout. Now, if you're doing that two times a week, maybe three times a week, that's okay. But doing it every day seems a bit extensive. Now, you could also just drop calories down, but again, you're going to get more hungry. You're going to get more stressed. You're going to be more food focused. Your biofeedback markers aren't going to come back. And so ultimately that result's going to get hard. The progress is going to get harder and harder and you have a higher chance of rebounding once again. So what I would do potentially my first instinct when I look at this would be to up calories by like three to 400, maybe even 500 and just leave them there for like a two to four week span. If you could go for four weeks just to come back up to a maintenance to relax for a little bit, I would do it for four weeks and then come back into your deficit and continue on without adding in any of this running or dropping calories even lower to have to keep producing the result. Cause what this does is when you come back up to a maintenance level for a while, is 
it lets your hormones come back. It gives your metabolism time off. You're not stressing your body with the calorie deficit anymore. You're giving it the time that it needs to optimize its health. So you'll start to feel better. You'll get more energy. Your hormones will start to recover. You won't feel as hungry after a little while. And for the first little while, you're still going to feel pretty hungry. So you're going to want to eat even more, but you've got to refrain yourself and stay within that three to 500 calorie raise that you've made and let your biofeedback markers come back and you'll start feeling better. And then you can come back into the deficit in a while. After all, your health is optimized and chances are you'll be able to make more progress with getting around the plateau that you're currently in. Just a healthier way to go about it in a more a better longevity approach for you to be able to reach your goal and be able to sustain it. Once you'll find when you make that first little bump up in calories, when you do that for the next two to four weeks, you'll gain a little bit of weight initially, but it's just going to be glycogen. It's going to be more sodium, your body holding on to more water from the sodium intake as your sodium intake is higher as well as there's more food in your body. So you're just going to weigh more because your digestive system has more food in it. So that's what I would look at doing. But again, if you feel like you really, really need to keep pushing and you're not worried about the sustainability aspect of it. You could add in some running. Will it help you create a bigger deficit? Probably, but you need to remember it's going to make you hungrier. You're going to feel worse because you're expending more energy and you're going to be more tired. And it's ultimately not going to be as sustainable getting lower and lower in calories and creating that bigger and bigger deficit if your biofeedback markers aren't coming back the way that they should be to optimize the longevity aspect of everything that you're doing.